Welcome to the Fear and Greed Afternoon Report for Friday the 17th of February 2023. I'm Michael Thompson. Every afternoon we've got the five stories that happened today that you need to know about, so let's jump into it. Story number one is, of course, the local market. The S&P ASX 200 closed down almost 0.9% today to 7,347 points. The boss is off almost 1.2% for the week. There are a few companies reporting results today. A good day for insurer QBE, with shares climbing 7.4% off the back of a 3% rise in annual net profit. It was the best performer on the ASX 200. The next best was the A2 Milk Company. They had some good news out of China where state administrators are going to commence an audit for re-registration of its Chinese-labeled baby formula. Saw A2 climb 6.3% today. Shares in baby bunting, the infant goods retailer, fell 6.1% after reporting a 66.5% drop in half-year net profit. Net profit for poultry group Ingham's was down 55%, citing cost inflation on feeds and fuel and packaging and the like. But its share price actually climbed 0.4% for the day. Not a good day for the tech stocks, led by Afterpay owner Block, dropping 7.8%, and online accounting group Zero was down 5.6%. WiseTech Global shares fell 3.6% after it agreed to buy US-based railway software provider Bloom Global, sounds like a big digital train set, for $414 million US dollars. This is WiseTech's second acquisition in just two months. Coal and lithium stocks underperformed and the big banks were down as well with the exception of Westpac. On to story number two, and there's been a lot of talk this week about the ability of mortgage holders to meet their repayments as interest rates climb, and today a pretty stark warning from Westpac. Almost half of its $471 billion in home loans were written on assumptions that interest rates would end up lower than they will be. $212 billion of the bank's home loans, that's 45%, written between August 2019 and June last year using a serviceability buffer of between 2.5% and 3%, which is then added to the bank's market interest rate at the time. But the Reserve Bank has already increased the official cash rate by more than that, and Westpac expects it to keep going. So what's that mean? It means customers will be making higher repayments than the bank expected when they issued the loans. Now, this could be a big issue for the banks and for the mortgage holders and for APRA, so let's see what happens here. Story number three, surely this would have to be a week that Reserve Bank Governor Philip Lowe will be quite glad to have behind him. Not only did he have to front up for a grilling at a Senate Economics Committee on Wednesday, but today he had to do it all again. This time it was the members of the lower house who had their turn. For his part, Governor Lowe repeated a lot of the messages from Wednesday, namely about the pain that would come if inflation was allowed to get out of control. If high inflation became entrenched, he said, a steep downturn in the economy and unemployment rates of near 9% would be needed to bring it back under control. He acknowledged, though, that the full effect of higher rates is yet to be felt for a lot of people, with many borrowers still on those low fixed rate loans. A couple of comments kind of on politics from the RBA governor, confirming that the government's fiscal settings were appropriately neutral, not adding to the inflation problem, and that the government's oil and gas price caps should have a material impact on inflation in the next financial year. Story number four today, the ATO is on the hunt for 30,000 GST fraudsters, having already tracked down 20,000 as part of Operation Protego, Protego, not really sure about that, 
suggestion to the ATO, give it a name like Fraud Stop or something like that, a really easy operation name. The Financial Review reports the operation was launched a year ago after the ATO uncovered a scam where offenders invented fake businesses and then submitted fictitious business activity statements to get fraudulent refunds. Apparently, the participants were being recruited on social media, including TikTok and Instagram, and the fraud actually exploits ATO systems that provide faster GST refunds for new businesses, really kind of designed to help those businesses maintain their cash flow. Almost 90 people have been arrested so far, two have been jailed, 20,000 have been told to repay money, $2.5 billion in dodgy refunds have been prevented. Big operation, big numbers. And finally, story number five, US President Joe Biden expects to talk to China's President Xi Jinping about the spy balloon shot down by US fighters. He made the remarks early this morning confirming that the US is engaging with China over the issue. Now, tensions ratcheted up after the US shot down the balloon earlier this month. And since then, the US downed three more objects over the US and Canada. Well, President Biden has now confirmed today that those objects aren't linked to China. They're more likely to be private companies, recreational scientific research. And he says that he will stay in contact with Xi Jinping. Not sure how or when that's happening, but encouragingly, he said, we are not looking for a new Cold War. Very good to know. Now, the Chinese spy balloon was big. We found out some more details about this. Something like 60 meters in size and the recovery is still ongoing. President Biden says the payload was the size of multiple school buses. Now, I've seen this balloon described in multiple media outlets as having a massive undercarriage. And in my research for this story today, I have learned not to Google that term, massive undercarriage on a work computer. That is my lesson from today. Just checking US markets, the prospect of more rate rises sent Wall Street lower this morning with the S&P 500 down 1.4%, the Dow Jones off 1.3%, and the tech-heavy Nasdaq closing 1.2% lower. The Aussie dollar is trading at a touch under 68.5 US cents. That's it for the afternoon report for Friday, the 17th of February, 2023. Don't forget to hit follow on the podcast and find Fear and Greed on LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Join me and Sean Aylmer tomorrow morning for the weekend edition of The Fast Five by Fear and Greed. I'm Michael Thompson. Enjoy your evening.